Give him praise this morning. Who is like unto our God? Who can be compared to him? He the resurrection and the life. He gives hope to the hopeless. He is the husband to the widow. The father to the fatherless. What a mighty God you are. You are Yahweh. Alpha. Father, for this cause I bow my knees, requesting that you have your way here like never before. I solicit for your help this morning, and I ask, O oh God, that as I speak, mysteries will be revealed to your people, that as I speak, understanding will be given to your people. Only you can heal. Only you can deliver. Only you can make free. Therefore, Lord, we pray that in our midst today, you destroy yokes. Lift up burdens. And let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. If you believe in the prayers we prayed, put your hands together seniorly continuously to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Eternal One, 
Just go ahead, just keep clapping. He deserves it. 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 Go ahead, give him praise with your clap. Give him praise. He's worthy. 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 Don't stop. Continuously. 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 Just give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy. Lord, we praise you in the house. We praise you in the house. We praise you in the house. Glory be to your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Please, you may be seated. So good to be in your midst. I bring you greetings from my beautiful, lovely wife. Amen. She asked me particularly to say hello to the congregation. Amen. And it's always a privilege to be here. I'd like to thank our Father in the Lord, Pastor Dan Habu, and our Mommy in the Lord, Pastor Mrs. Dan Habu, for always giving me the opportunity to be a blessing to this wonderful congregation. I pray that as I speak this day, the Almighty God will use my lips of clay to speak mysteries and spiritual nuggets that will take you to your next level. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please, while you are seated, can you just pray and say, Father, every yoke that limits me, let them be destroyed this day. Let them be destroyed. Lift up your voice. Every yoke that limits me, let them be destroyed this day. Let them be destroyed. Let them be destroyed. Let the power of God be present in this place to destroy every yoke that limits me. Every yoke that limits me. Let them utterly be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, let every limiting yoke be destroyed. This very day, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Secondly, pray and say, Father, let every body that holds me down be lifted in the Jesus. Let every body that holds me down be lifted. Let every body that holds me down be lifted. In the name of Jesus, take away every body. Every body that holds me down. Everybody that holds me down, let them be lifted. 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 Mazotoria rete keboko shotoria bababababa. Lika santaria rete gebush. Mapre de gebogo sotoria rete gebobo. Rete keseteria rataka senteria bababababa. Let them be lifted. Let them be lifted. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. You are going to say, Father, overwhelm me with your glory. Let me be a carrier of your glory. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Overwhelm me, Lord, with your glory. Overwhelm me with your glory. Let me become a carrier of your glory. Let me become a carrier of your glory. Let me become a carrier of your glory. 
In the name of Jesus, everywhere I go, let people see your glory. Everywhere I turn, let people see your glory. Everywhere I turn, let people see your glory. The manifestation of your presence in, life. in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. If you believe, say amen. Another amen. A louder amen. Thank you. Please turn with me your Bibles quickly to Hebrews chapter 11. As we read from verse 32, Hebrews chapter 11, we read from verse number 32. And what shall I more say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Ed, of David, also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness we are made strong. What valiant in fight turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again. And others we are tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain better resurrection. And others had trials of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yea, moreover, of bonds and elements. They were stoned, they were sown asunder, we are tempted, we are slain with sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in desert and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these all have obtained a good report through faith, receiving not the promise. Let's read the last verse together. One, two, three, go. God, having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Because of you had to ask some people to wait somewhere just because of you. The Bible says the earnest expectation of the creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. I'd like you to know that your time of manifestation is now. I say your time of manifestation is now. People who want to see your glory. Say to your neighbor, people who want to see your glory. If you are born again, there is a translation or translation, better put that way. There is a translation that takes place according to the book of Romans. If you don't mind, let's open to it. Romans chapter 10 verse 11. Romans chapter 10 verse 11. He said, for the scriptures say it. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be what? Be ashamed. There is a translation that takes place from shame to glory. And that's why the greatest thing that can ever happen to a man is for him born again. To a woman is for her to be born again. 
For what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and has no God? Because what makes you to lose your soul is the absence of God in your life. What shall it profit a man if you get earthly glory without heavenly glory? And earthly glory is temporary. It can fade away. Earthly glory can be mastered by principalities and powers. That's why you see people who are not born again and there is earthly wealth being tormented, oppressed by the devil. They are at its disposal anytime. Their glory can easily be turned to shame. But for you, the moment you get born again, there is a translation that takes you out of anything called shame to glory. And the moment you begin to relate with God, because the essence of being born again is to make you one with God. It draws you closer. The blood of Jesus draws you closer to God. God, so that you can consistently have fellowship with him. You become someone who is not alone, but Jesus is always with you. He said, lo, I am with you until the ends of the age. So when we talk about glory or refer to the true glory, we are referring to the presence of God himself. Because the only person who is glorious is the almighty God. Then when you get connected to him, he terminates shame in your life. And he brings you to his realm, his realm of glory. That's why the scripture says, verily, verily, I say, you must be born again. Because if you don't get born again, you won't see the kingdom. How much more? Enter into the kingdom. Let me put it this way again. You will see the glory and much more enter into the realm of the glory. It's a spiritual space. Each time we talk about in Christ, it is a spiritual space. In Christ is a spiritual space. The Bible said, if anyone be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. A space of glory. It's a space of God's presence. No wonder the scripture says, what shall we say concerning these things? If God be for us, who shall be against us? If you are a carrier of the glory of God, who shall be against you? So it's a space that God brings you into. It's a spiritual space. It's not a physical space. Your physical person doesn't change, but your spiritual status, your standing, where you are, it changes. Because God comes to be with you. His sense comes to dwell with you. If you are born again, know ye not that ye have the Spirit of God in you, except ye be reprobates. Unbelievers are reprobates. They don't have the Spirit of God inside of them. God said, I will walk in you. I will talk in you. I will move through you. 
So if you are born again, I congratulate you. If you are not yet born again, I plead with you because the greatest thing you can ever do is to come into the realm of God. He said, those who hate me, they love death. If you are not with God, you love death. If you don't love God yet, if you don't want to embrace God, you love death. And the only way is through Jesus. That's why Jesus boldly said, I am the way, the truth, and what? And the life. He brings you into life. Why? Because God's glory comes upon you. He says, I will give you life and life abundantly. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy, to cause shame to happen in your life, to cause shame to be the order of the day in your family. But when Jesus comes in, he changes situation and he brings you to the realm of glory. May glory truly be yours forever in the name of Jesus. So when we get closer to him, we begin to have communion with him. We begin to have tete-a-tete -tete with him. We begin to be receptive to him. I love that man's song that says, channel of my spirit, open up, open up to the Father, open up to the Son, open up to the Holy Spirit. It brings you and gives you access to communicate with God. Look at what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Let's quickly look at it. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, we read from verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 17. The Bible says something very profound. Now, the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Being born again gives you access to the presence of the Holy Spirit. In fact, he does not only dwell in you, he's always around you. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty to do what? Verse 18, he said, but we all with open face beholding us in a glass, the glory. What do we see? The glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. Whose image? God's image. Listen to me and listen again as before, but I want to repeat it for emphasis. God is glorious. In fact, he is the only glorious. Not until when you get attached with him will you begin to experience and enjoy glory. May you truly come into the realm of glory. May you begin to walk in the realm of glory. May you begin to swim in the realm of glory. He said, we are changed into the same image. Not instantly. There is a first level, there is a second level, there is a third level, there is a fourth level. And there is a seventh level which belongs solely to God. Time we not pass to talk about these things. But from today, I pray for you, if your journey has not started in the realm of glory, may you begin to journey into it. I say, may you begin to journey into it. May you begin to journey into it. Can I hear somebody say, powerful amen? amen. It is your portion in Jesus' name. We want to look at our Savior because that's the instruction we have received. He said, looking unto Jesus, who? The author and the finisher of our faith. And when we look at Jesus, what do we see? We see so many things. 
But there is one that is very profound that I want to emphasize on. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. He says something very profound. He said, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. With what? With Holy Ghost. Glory. Remember Jesus came in the flesh. He didn't come as God. He came 100% man. That's our gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He came 100% man. He came like you came. He came like I came. He came through a woman. He was 100% flesh. And God had to showcase him as an example for as many that we believe. So anything you see in Jesus, God wants to replicate the same thing in your life. Let me hear you say amen. Amen is simply agreeing with me. And as you agree, it is established. Because the Bible says, Whatsoever two or more of us shall agree as touching, it shall be established. So each time I'm praying and I say, You should say, Amen, just agree with me, it is done in your lives. So the scripture says, Even Jesus had to receive, the glory had to come upon him. He said, how God anointed him with the Holy Ghost. The Ghost, where, that is where the scripture says, where he is, there is liberty. There is freedom. No more shame. No more sorrow. No more affliction. I'm talking about somebody here. From today, that will be your testimony. I said, from today, that will be your testimony. Let God be true and let every man be a liar. If any man be in Christ. He's a new creature. All things are what? Are passed away. If you will believe the gospel, yeah, it will be well with you. If you will believe the gospel, yeah, you will live. If you will believe the gospel, yeah, you will enjoy the favor and the purpose of God in Jesus. And may that be your portion in the name of Jesus. I said that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. So Jesus was 100% man. He had to receive the Holy Ghost. The glory of God had to come upon him. Without that, Jesus could do nothing. John chapter 15, verse 5 tells us that. From verse 1 to 5. He said, except we abide in the vine. We have fellowship consistently with him. As we are before him, we go from strength to strength. As we look at him every Sunday, that's why you must not miss church services. You must not miss Bible study. Because something is happening in your life each time you confront the world. Each time you come to the presence of God, there are changes that is taking place. And from today, those changes will be obvious. I say those changes will begin to manifest. If you will begin to take the word of God seriously, if you will begin to take the presence of God seriously, what did the psalmist say? He says, I desire to dwell in the presence of God. Why? So that I will behold his beauty. Because each time you behold his beauty, you are being changed into the same image. Image of glory. Image of power. Image of grace. No wonder Apostle Paul said, I am what I am only by the grace of God. He's talking about God's glory. May that glory come upon you. 
I say, may that glory come upon you. Very briefly, because of time, I want to talk about the benefits of the glory. When the glory of God comes upon a man, what happens to the man? Number one, it distinguishes you and lifts up your head above others. I repeat again, it distinguishes you and lifts up your head above others. That all change. You are no longer living truthfully in the physical realm, but you are living in the spiritual realm. You are now in the same class. Listen to me, whether you believe it or not, this is true. You are now in the same class with God. Look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Very quickly, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. I read with you. He said, and had raised us up. What did he do when we got born again? Something happened. He quickened us. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. As many who are dead here, may the power of resurrection work in your life now. May you be quickened now. He said he has raised up together and made us sit together in where? Where is your place? Where is your position? I may be here physically, but spiritually I am in the heavenly places. And these heavenly places is not ordinary places. It's a place that places me above principalities and power. It's a place that places me above demons. And these are agents that causes shame. Are you getting me now? So you are lifted above every agent that causes shame. As seated with Christ, you are sitting on the high table. Say to your neighbor, you are sitting on the high table. Spiritually, that's your position. And you are sitting on the place of power where you can rule. That's why the Bible says, you will decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. May you take your position in the spirit realm. Because the spiritual controls the physical. So you see a man under God's glory. He's not sitting among mere men. He's not sitting among ordinary people. He's not sitting even among demons. Some people go to associate themselves with demons. Call themselves witches and wizards. You are above them. Because of the glory of God. That glory comes upon you and changes your status. You become a man of authority. What did the scripture say in Revelation chapter 1 verse 6? Revelation chapter, he said, I have made you both kings and priests unto our God. You are a priest. You have fellowship with God. And because you have fellowship with God, anything you say becomes law. You become a king. You rule and reign upon the planet earth. From today, that will be your testimony. I say when you are saying amen, say it powerfully. So it distinguishes you. Look at what will happen. This is what is taking place now. But what will happen in the future, we don't yet know. Verse 7 tells us that. He said that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us. Through what? Through Christ Jesus. Wow, I look forward to that. The Bible says when we see him, then truly we will be like him. How? I look forward to it. 
is my expectation in life. When I see him face to face, finally, this fleshly will be removed and I will put on my heavenly tabernacle, which is the glory, the true glory of God. That's why you shouldn't bother yourself about death. Death is a good thing. Hello. It enables you to translate from this year, year world to the heavenly realm. Except you are a sinner. That's why you should be afraid of death. It's just an exchange of earthly garment with the heavenly glorious garments. Heaven cannot be compared to this place. Cannot be. Several years ago, I think about only five years now, I got a little understanding of how we will look when we get to heaven. Let me just give you an insight, just very briefly and quickly. Our bodies are made of this earth. But you see, the heavenly body is made of the substance of the ground. And what's the substance of the ground? Gold. Amen? Gold. Those are the kind of substance that are on the ground in heaven. And that's what makes us to shine. And the level to which we shine is dependent on what we do here. Time will not permit me. Go to the book of Daniel. You there. Daniel chapter 12. He says, some will shine like stars. While others will shine like what? Like the firmaments. Oh, God. That's glory. And that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. So when you are carrying glory, it separates you. It separates you from mere men. Number two. Glory upon the life of a person enables and enhances total obedience to God. One of the reasons why many are still struggling with obedience is because you are still living in the flesh. For to be kind-minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is what? Is life and peace. Every God that lives in the flesh cannot and will not. We always find it difficult to obey God. If you live in the flesh, that's why the Bible always says, be strong in the Lord, not outside of God. It is only in God that you can be strong. Some are strong in anger. Some are strong in immorality. Some are strong in stealing and cheating. Don't be strong in the flesh, but be strong in the Lord who is spirit and life. No wonder the scripture said the law of the spirit of life have set me free from the law of what? Of sin and death. May that law of the spirit of life come upon you. I say, may that law of the spirit of life come upon you. May that law that is associated with glory be your portion. When you are under that cloud of glory, it becomes easier for you to say, Lord, not my will, let your will be done. You become a person who is after the will of God, just like David. He says, a man after God's heart. 
a man after God? Are you a person after God's heart? Do you ask questions? God, what do you want to do? God, where do you want to operate now? Lord, use me. If you don't find anybody, even if you find somebody, let me be the first that you think about. He said, the eyes of God move to and fro all the earth, looking for the person whose heart is perfect so that he can demonstrate his power in and through that person. May that be you in Jesus' name. I say, may that be you in Jesus' name. It enables you to, to trust God. Philippians chapter 2 verse 8. He said, though he was equal with God, he humbled himself. How did he do it? How God anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Ghost and with what? With power. He was under the glory, so he was able to submit despite the pain on the cross. Listen to me. It was not himself. It was the help of the Holy Spirit. Jesus went to the cross with the help of the Holy Spirit. That was why he was able to endure. You need that glory upon your life. So many compromise so easily because that glory is not there. Ichabod, may that not be your testimony. He said, the glory is departed. That will not be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Samson rose up one day, living in disobedience. He thought the glory will still remain. He said, he rose up and he shook himself. He said, so that the power will come again. He has forgotten it's not by power. It's not by might. But the Bible said, he did not know that the spirit has what? Departed. From today, if you want to be a carrier of the glory, stop that life of disobedience. Receive the grace. Receive the grace. Number three, very quickly because of time. Glory makes you to do the impossible. We read in Hebrew earlier on. It's a true faith. Men subdued what? subdued kingdom. Oh, that God will find somebody here that he will send to Saudi Arabia to preach the gospel and the whole of Saudi Arabia will be at his feet. I thought I would hear amen to that. What can make you do that is the glory of God. When you become a carrier of God's glory, you enter into a place and the whole place changes. The atmosphere changes. I remember reading about Charles G. Finney. The Bible says, I mean, his biography says that he entered a factory. In fact, the moment he entered the presence of the factory, everybody in that factory got convicted of sin. They left what they were doing and they were crying. We are sinners. Revival broke loose. Some of us, when we enter a place, they even despise us. Things will change from today. I say things will change from today. You will begin to do the impossible. As you live in the realm of the impossible, the realm of glory is the realm of the impossible. That's why Jesus was able to do all that he did. How God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing... Some of us are not even good at all. We are bad people. We are wicked people. A man who carries glory. He, he's kind. He's merciful. He's gentle with people. 
What you don't see in Jesus, you don't see in the life of that man. From today, let that glory come upon you. Let your voice no longer be heard on the streets. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you become meek and gentle. To people, but to devil, you open your mouth against that lion, he will be silenced. The Bible said, by that glory, the Bible said, they quench the mouth of lions. From today, when you use the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Look at the Bible in Acts chapter 6 verse 8. Let's see the life of this young man. Acts chapter 6 verse 8. Sorry, I'm rushing because of time. Acts chapter 6 verse number 8. Acts 6 verse 8. Have you seen this man? I know this man called Stephen. He said, and Stephen do what? Full of faith and power. He was carrying God's glory. The great wonders and miracles among the people. He did exceptionally. He did great wonders. Wouldn't you like to do great wonders? Seek for that glory. Seek for that glory. You get it only in his presence. Do you love to read your Bible? Do you love to, you know, find time for God who made you and created you? You cannot survive without it. That's what happened to Adam. As long as Adam was having fellowship with God, he was the man of the earth. Everything at his command. But the moment he sinned and God drove him away from his presence, he became, he started living in shame. In fact, before he left the presence, the Bible says when they saw the presence of God, they hid from God. Anything that makes you to hide from God, may it die out of your life. I say, may it die out of your life. What the devil wants to do is to isolate you and then slaughter you. But from today, you know your place of strength. May you always be there. May you always be in a gathering like this. May you always be in church during the week. Stop running after money. You can do it. Some of us have taken jobs that will take us out of church. If you truly love God, you won't do that. You will negotiate. Say, tell them, look, I'm a child of God and I have Bible study in the evenings. Whatever I can do or you want me to do, let me have it. I will finish it between the morning and the evening so that I can attend church. No employer will hear that that will not give you the opportunity. Except if that person is a Satan. Do your work diligently. Say, please, give me my assignment. I have Bible study. At so, so, so time, I want to leave. Anything you want me to do today, I am ready to do it. It is more than what I used to do usually. And any reasonable person today who employs you, we want you to come to church because he knows what they teach in church. He knows they teach holiness. He knows they teach righteousness. So, when he places you in a position, he knows you will do your job effectively. When he gives you money, he knows you will not steal the money. Even robbers and thieves, they are looking for who will manage their funds for them. And because you carry glory, all your yes will always be yes. 
I see people in a company, in an organization, they are the one ruling there. Before you go to meet your boss, you pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go to meet this man, because I want to do your will, Lord, let him have no alternative. Some of us are not prayerful the way we ought to be prayerful. That's why certain things are happening in our lives. Somebody will just sit on your neck, sit on your destiny. You can't say no. That will not be your portion from today. May you take your place in the place of prayer. I say may you take your place in the place of prayer. So it makes you and allows you to do the impossible. There are certain things we tested when we are on campus. And one particular day we went for evangelism. Somehow, somehow, with that day we chose to go to the female hostel. I am my wonderful friend. So we went to the, we went to the female hostel to preach. And some of them started mocking us. And suddenly my friend felt bad. He said, look, let's leave this place. Let's leave this place. And before he finally, before he, he left, he turned at the lady. He said, next time I come, you won't laugh at me anymore. You will beg God for your sins. So we left the place. And he said to me, you know what? Let us fast and pray. So next time we got there after fasting and praying, honestly, you wouldn't believe what happened. I was crying. Some of them were crying. Repenting of their sins. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's through the carrier of this glory. The Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? There is liberty. That will be your portion from today in Jesus' name. Number four, very quickly, it enhances your love and your service to God. It enhances your love and your service to God. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost as what? Come upon you and you will be my witnesses. Beginning from Jerusalem, Jerusalem to Judea, to Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the world. In other words, everywhere you go, when people see you, they see God. Because you are a carrier of his presence. You are a chosen vessel, just like God said concerning Paul. Saul that became Paul. He said, for he is my chosen person and he will carry my glory from nations to nations. Everywhere you go from this day, may people see God in you. When you see, when they see you manifesting love, they say, this one is different. When they see you manifesting kindness, they say, this one is different. When they see you manifesting gentleness, they say, this one is different. They just see God. Something happened about two weeks ago or so. I went to Ibadan. The guy who carried me was the one who drives the national youth pastor. He gave me his driver and a car to go to Ibadan. So we went to Ibadan and um, somehow the guy was to turn in a, make a U-turn. So while he was trying to make a U-turn, there was another car coming from the other side. He didn't notice it. So as he turned... He just hit that guy. Unfortunately, we are at fault. So the man came out. I also came out from the car. And I said to the man, I said, we are very sorry. Let me start by saying we are very, very sorry. And you know what the man said to me? He said to me, we should not only be sorry, we should be thankful. 
His car was badly damaged, but ours was not because it was a stronger car. You know, today's cars, so many, they try to reduce costs, you know, that kind of thing. And when he made that statement, I said, wow. He now went and called the wife and started speaking to the wife privately. It was later I knew what he spoke to the wife. Then he came to me and he said to me, I perceive you are a man of God. I cannot ask you to pay and go. I said to him, I'm not going anywhere. I held him. I said, this is the show of mercy. From today, you will always receive mercy. And the man said, amen. And I asked him, what is your name? He said, his name is Sikiru. I said, are you a Christian or Muslim? He said, I'm a Muslim. That sounded unusual to me. From today, everywhere you go, you will carry glory. People will see the glory of God and they will show you unusual kindness in the mighty Jesus. Demons will see the glory of God and they will bow before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Quickly because of time, when you are carrying the glory, doors open to you at any time. The scripture says in the book of Psalm 24 verse 7, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and ye everlasting doors. Let who? The king of glory coming. Who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. When you are carrying glory, obstacle gives way. Remember the children of Israel? He said when the mountains saw them, it wasn't them the mountains saw. He saw God in their midst. He said Judah was his sanctuary. When he saw God in their midst, the mountains skipped like ram. When the Red Sea saw God, the Red Sea parted. From today, obstacle and obstruction will give way for you. Where others fail, you will succeed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Amen. Number six, very quickly. I'm going to seven. I will soon round up. Don't worry. He said, it make you endure hardship and difficulties on your way to success. The glory of God is leading you. Sometimes it leads you through the shadow of the valley of death. It's not only able to lead you to green pastor. Sometimes he leads you to be tempted, just like he led Jesus to be tempted. Sometimes he leads you in the path of hardship. Amen? And for several reasons. One of it is that when you are passing through hardship and you come out of it, you are able to help those who are passing through hardship. Just like Jesus became flesh and blood so that he can understand how we feel and relate with us. So when you are passing through hardship, the glory of God cushions the effect in your life and enables you to endure. According to chapter 12, verse 2, he enabled Jesus to endure the cross. From today, as you begin small, you will face challenges. But with God on your side, you will overcome those challenges. Let me quickly do the seventh one and then we round up. Make you an all-round overcomer, the glory, and enable you to fulfill purpose. 
The glory makes you an all-round overcomer. Everywhere you turn to is victory. And the scripture tells us this. And this is not fables. First John chapter 5 verse 4. Let me just take that and then we pray. First John chapter 5 verse 4. First John chapter 5 verse number 4. Is somebody with me there? Can we all read together after the count of three? First John 5, 4. 1, 2, 3, go. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Even our faith. From today, you are not just an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. If you believe God, you are more than a conqueror. With that glory of life, everywhere you go, you conquer. Everywhere you go, you conquer. I say, everywhere you go, you conquer. Everywhere you go, you conquer. Everywhere you go, you conquer. If you believe it, stand on your feet. Everywhere you go, you conquer. Everywhere you go, you conquer. With the glory of God upon your life, everywhere you go, you conquer. Repeat after me. With the glory of God upon my life, everywhere I go, I conquer. Everywhere I go, I exercise dominion. Everywhere I go, it is victory and victory and victory. Thank you, Father. Mako sotoria rata, lika paka sotoria, lika reteke seteria ratakaba, ma preteke seteria baba, lika seteria reteke bobo bobo, zeke reteke seteria protoko bobo, yekekeke seteria ratakaba baba baba, ma protoko bobo, zeke protoko seteria ratakaba baba. Oh, glory to God. In Jesus' name. Listen to me and listen well. When you continue to deny God, you are disperse, dispelling glory and attracting shame. And the ultimate shame is in hell. I repeat again. When you keep rejecting God, you are attracting shame and dispelling glory. You are driving away glory. And the ultimate shame is in hell. So if you are here today, you know that you are not born again. You may have been coming to church for several years. But your life your heart tells you you are not yet a child of God. I'd like you to raise up your hand wherever you are so that you can dedicate your life to God and accept this same Jesus as Lord and Savior. Please raise up your hand wherever you are. It's the best decision. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. Raise up your hand wherever you are. Even if it is one person, God is willing to start something new in the life of that person. So you are here, you know you are a sinner. Your heart convicts you that you are a sinner, that you don't have Jesus. God bless you, man. God sees that hand. Please, I'd like you to take and make a bold step. Come to the front. Please come and give your life to Jesus. Don't put your hands down. Just come. My, come, my sister. God loves you. God loves you. It's the best decision you can ever take. 
is the best decision you can ever make. Quickly, quickly, wherever you are in the assembly, come and give your life to Jesus. This is the most important decision you will ever take in life. Crossing from shame to glory. Thank you, Father. Any other person? We don't have much time. Those of you who have come to the front, just repeat after me. Say, Father, I come to you today knowing that I am a sinner. I acknowledge my sins for you, Lord. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Accept me into your family of glory. From today, let there be a change. Let all things pass away and let all things become new. Because I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He died on the cross. And on the third day, he was resurrected. I believe that he is Lord and Savior. Jesus, you are Lord. You are Savior. Be my Lord and my Savior from today. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. With my heart, I believe. And with my mouth, I declare it. That Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Father, I pray for these ones today. They have acknowledged the Lordship of Jesus, repented of their sins. I ask that from today, that things changes in their lives. No one comes to you that you cast away. Receive them into your kingdom. Establish them in your kingdom. And make them great in your kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. From today, Satan, this one has no place in you anymore. In the mighty name of Jesus. As I lay my hands upon them, every yoke is destroyed. The kingdom of God is established. The purpose of God is pre prevailing in your lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Just quickly follow the counselors, please. God bless you. Just very quickly. Thank you, church. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, let's do these two prayers. Say, Father, make me a carrier of your glory. From now, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. Make me a carrier of your glory. Very quickly, very quickly. Make me a carrier of your glory. From this, as I step out, let it be obvious that I am a carrier of your glory. Let me be obvious that I am a carrier of your glory. Let it be obvious that I am a carrier of your glory. Lift up your voice and pray with all of your heart. Masataria redegebogo shotoriaba. Let it be obvious that I'm a carrier of your glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Finally say, Father, overwhelm me with your presence. Let me begin to live and swim in your presence. Let me begin to live and swim in your presence. Overwhelm me with your presence.